to Natural Health Now, the podcast about natural healing approaches for common health problems available to you from your computer through telehealth technology. Our host is clinical nutritionist and author, Monty Klein, PhD, whose natural healing practice since 1983 has served clients around the country with telehealth computerized testing for foods and environmental sensitivities, nutrient deficiencies, toxins, stressed organs and glands, compatible natural remedies, and more. Dr. Klein is the author of the Junk Food Withdrawal Manual, Vitamin Manual for the Confused, the Sick and Tired Manual, Body, Mind, and Health, and Health Dare, Eight Reasons to Try Natural Healing. With today's program, here is Dr. Klein. Welcome again to the Natural Health Now podcast. I'm Dr. Monty Klein, founder and director of Pacific Health Center and PacificHealthCenter.com and your host. Now, this podcast is about natural healing approaches to common health problems with the goal of showing you how you can take control of your own health. Well, let's get on to today's topic. Fisetin, the remedy you never heard of. I was reading an article recently by Dr. Joseph Mercola on the flavonoid fisetin that fascinated me. Fisetin is spelled F-I-S-E-T-I-N. And it motivated me to do some further reading and research on this, and I wanted to pass it along. Now, this flavonoid, which is available in supplement form, has many potential benefits. It does have some relationship to quercetin, uh, particularly given the alternate name for fisetin is 5-deoxyquercetin. So no surprise that it has application to the same kinds of things that quercetin has application to, which I did a previous podcast on, including COVID. So first of all, what is it? Fisetin is a flavonoid from a group called polyphenols. It's found in many fruits and vegetables, but also in some trees and shrubs. It's a plant pigment. It produces a yellow ochre color. Food sources of it would be strawberries, which has 160 micrograms per gram of fisetin, apples at 26 micrograms per gram, persimmon at 10.6, onions at 4.8, and grapes at 3.9. So it's interesting to me that strawberries, apples, and grapes are probably three of my favorite fruits, and they're all relatively high in this. Now, like many other supplements, it is an antioxidant, and let me expand on that a bit. Most degenerative health conditions are characterized by lowered cellular oxygen, what we call anoxia. Antioxidants help the cells hang on to oxygen and remain healthy. Now, it's also an anti-inflammatory. Again, inflammation is pretty much a common denominator with most health problems. Not just arthritis, but cardiovascular and other health issues are involved with inflammation as well. It is also a chemopreventive and chemotherapeutic. Chemopreventive refers to preventing cancer. Chemotherapeutic refers to treating cancer. And there are natural chemotherapeutics, not just the poisonous drugs that cancer patients are routinely subjected to. Let's talk about the senolytic properties. I want to focus on the senolytic properties of fisetin. Senolytic spelled S-E-N-O-L-Y-T-I-C. Now, senolytic refers to substances that kill senescent cells, that is, deteriorating cells. Obviously, that suggests help for cancer, where we're always looking for remedies that promote apoptosis, programmed cell death. Now, when cells become resistant to apoptosis, we're likely to have a cancer problem. 
Now, more broadly, we can also think of this in terms of anti-aging properties. So what's it good for? Well, we've already referred to the antioxidant properties, but let me expand on that a bit. The issue is free radical chemicals. Think of them as oxygen sponges. Free radicals damage various nutrients in your body, various nutrients that your body really needs, plus it damages the cells themselves. Now, part of the antioxidant properties is this senolytic activity I just discussed. This property prevents replication of damaged DNA, and thus you have an anti-aging effect. Other flavonoids also have these senolytic properties, resveratrol, rutin, curcumin, and others, but fisidin is the best at getting rid of these deteriorating cells. Let me say some more also on the anti-cancer properties. Because fisidin gets rid of deteriorating cells, it can potentially fight against cancerous tumors, or by definition, we're talking about proliferation of such damaging cells. Then there's the issue of angiogenesis. Angiogenesis refers to the growth of new uh, blood cells, new blood vessels, which is essential for cancer to spread. Fisidin may also reduce this angiogenesis and thus fight against cancer or have a preventive value. Let's talk some more about the anti-inflammatory properties. There's research in the Advances in Experimental Medicine and Biology Journal that notes that fisidin has proven value both in vitro and in animal studies relevant to anti-inflammatory effects. Now keep in mind that most diseases are characterized by inflammation, as I mentioned previously. A study published in the journal Advances in Experimental Biology summarizes it this way, and let me just read from the abstract of the journal article. Chronic inflammation is a prolonged and dysregulated immune response leading to a wide variety of physiological and pathological conditions such as neurological abnormalities, cardiovascular diseases, diabetes, obesity, pulmonary diseases, immunological diseases, cancers, and other life-threatening conditions. Therefore, inhibition of persistent inflammation will reduce the risk of inflammation-associated chronic diseases. Fisidin is a dietary flavonoid found in various fruits, strawberries, apples, mangoes, persimmons, kiwis, and grapes, vegetables, tomatoes, onions, cucumbers, nuts, and wine, that has shown strong anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, anti-tumorogenic, anti-invasive, anti-angiogenic, anti-diabetic, neuroprotective, and cardioprotective effects in cell culture and in animal models relevant to human diseases. End quote. More on the anti-aging properties, I've already mentioned the senolytic properties and that connection with slowing aging, but one of the ways is increasing glutathione levels, perhaps our most important antioxidant, often referred to as the master antioxidant. Fisidin also reduces pro-inflammatory molecules, which are a source of aging. Then let's talk about cardiovascular health. Fisidin may help the heart regenerate, protecting from damage following a heart attack. It's also possible that it helps for preventing strokes. Then we have the issue of memory. A 2014 study published in the journal Aging Cell indicates that fisidin may help prevent age-related memory loss associated with Alzheimer's. They found in the study that 
three to 12 month old mice were prevented from developing learning and memory problems when fisetin was given. What about bone health? Well, bone health is damaged by sugar molecules binding to certain fats and proteins in the body, resulting in collagen destruction. This process is referred to as glycation. One study indicates that fisetin stops the glycation process. And let's talk about fisetin and COVID. An animal study published in July of 2021 suggests fisetin may reduce mortality in older people with COVID. Now, I talked about the senescent, that is, the deteriorating cells earlier. Senescent cells produce more inflammation, increasing the odds of producing the dreaded cytokine storm and multiple organ failure that are typical killers with COVID. Now, in a study using human cells on older mice, they found that fisetin reduced the senescent cells and reduced the mortality from COVID. Another study on older mice exposed the mice to microbes, including the SARS-CoV-2 virus. With the mice that were treated with fisetin, 64% of the males survived and 22% of the females. Now, there's a planned trial that was announced in August of 2021 in the Journal of American Geriatrics Society to determine if fisetin is helpful with seniors living in skilled nursing facilities. Previous experiments, understand, have only been done with animals. This will be a study directly on humans looking for whether fisetin alters the severity of COVID. So, in conclusion, the question, of course, as always, is should you be taking a fisetin supplement or just increasing your intake of fisetin-rich foods? Well, it is estimated that you'd have to eat 37 strawberries per day to get a beneficial therapeutic amount of fisetin. And so that's not real likely, so a supplement probably makes more sense if you're actually going to use this. But like anything else, you may test well on it or you may not test well. Therefore, I always recommend individual testing as we do at Pacific Health Center. And we'll be adding the one fisetin supplement I could find from our professional line suppliers to our testing library so we can determine if our clients would benefit from this. I hope today's podcast was helpful to your quest for better health. My goal, as always, is simply to show you a different way of approaching common health problems. I publish a free weekly e-newsletter called Pacific Health Update that tackles current health topics of interest from a natural healing perspective. You can subscribe to that by going to our website, www.pacifichealthcenter.com, and clicking on the Keep Informed with Free e-newsletter button. I also offer a free 7-point health assessment phone consultation. You can schedule that on our website as well by clicking on the Start Here button. This is Dr. Monty Klein wishing you the best of health in body, mind, and spirit. Till our next Natural Health Now podcast.